everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt of the Ground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in to find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Monday. It is October 28th, the year 2019. My name is Jim, and as always, I am joined on the other side of the window by the already shaking his head in negative fashion, Edward Fitzgerald Geik. Eddie, what's going on, sir? Welcome back. We are back from our bye week, <laughs> BSU bye week. Yeah. Ready to rock and roll. I was in Atlantic City and you were in Las Vegas. We're yes. the gambling capitals of North America. Yes. All right. Shaking the head. Thanks, Jim, for that introduction. Let's get right to it. Let's get down to business. Let's get down to beeswax. Let's get down to brass tacks. Let's get down to it. Unacceptable. 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 Now, who am I to say it's acceptable or not? Please. I waited all off season for this. You got to be kidding me. Has anybody got a clue? Does, I mean, these piss poor performances getting out shot 15 to 2. Just no effort. No effort. A bunch of dancing Marys out there. And you know what? People are blaming the coach. I think there's some onus on the coach for sure because he's putting the players out there who are just nothing as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to hit them all. Even the ones you don't want to hit. I'm going to hit them all. Like Capo Kaki. What's he done? What's he done deserve first line minutes? He's What happened to earning your bones in this league? Everybody wants to move everybody up to get him going. There is no forecheck. All four lines don't keep puck possession the other team's end. They don't work hard enough. The Rangers' management failed. I know. It's, we spent all summer 
bowing down to Gordon, bowing down to Quinn. And now I'm going to tell you one thing about the organization. They didn't get any leadership in here. They didn't get hockey players in here. Just running the mill. They got rid of all the running the mill hockey players. Hey, Jimmy VC, we sta- we saved $10. Go ahead, send him to Buffalo. <laughs> you know what? The guy was flawed. Certainly, he wasn't going to become a 35-goal scorer. But the guy played solid defense. He battled. He chipped in 17 goals. Vladimir Nemestikov. They sent him packing after two games or so. He was a guy worked chipped in. You can't replace these guys with Michael Haley and uh, Greg McKegg. You, These guys are veteran players that that battle. We're not even talking about the guys they sell, they sold off at uh, the trading deadline, uh, deadline, like Kevin Hayes, Matt Zuccarello. I know we all had our bones about those guys, but you got to get hockey players back. Now, maybe this is part of the build, the rebuild, because you got a lot of young guys in there, and you got a lot of has-beens, and you got a lot of never-wases, and you got you. It, 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 and then this Kravtsov thing is ridiculous. I, Jim, I don't know if you have you read this yet. Have you heard anything about? Oh, no, I've been following very closely. Oh, you follow? I want to know how close you follow. Tell me. Let me just start off with the Kravtsov. You, you start off with the Kravtsov. What do you know about this? Well, I know that uh, after the uh, after the rumored last week about him opting out and going to his uh, going back to the KHL, after a week of that, he officially announced that he is indeed re-signing with the KHL with a KHL team. I, I don't remember which team, uh, and the Rangers have had absolutely nothing to say about it. All right, that's where you are. And I do know that uh, the other story that broke about this yesterday, or I guess it was yesterday, is that (laughs) he went on his Instagram and deleted all of his New York Ranger-related posts off his Instagram. And that's what I know about the Vitaly Kravtsov story. All right. Well, let me just tell you something, folks. Jim's got you right up to date. I don't know if some of you delve into these these Russian articles and stuff like that. How much credence you put into it? Net. Net. All right. Well, th- from what I'm reading, it's bizarro world in there. And it's it, it does seem like there is some culpability on the Rangers side. First of all, he's going to a team. Uh he he's uh he's going to a team that's coached by former Remember a goaltender, Peter Scudra? You remember that, too? Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, he's saying all kinds of gobbledygook in here that his 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 heart, his pulse wasn't high enough, and the Rangers wanted his pulse. The heart's permitted. Was it high enough for them? Uh, for them? And um, he, he's questioning that uh, uh, that why was he playing? And why wasn't he playing? And But Brendan Smith was playing. And I think I mean, I think there's some credence to some of this. Uh, you know, I think that he thought he was going to make the team, and then he goes to Hartford. Let's face it, Hartford is no, uh, you know, cake. I mean, no Shangri La. It's no Shangri La. I mean, now it is. They're eight zero and one. Right. But the area, come on. I mean, you know, 
good place to get mugged nowadays. Hey, JD said we will fix Hartford in this decade. He was right. He's done it. <laughs> he said Quinn basically told him everything is fine. Every day is getting better. I, I buy that. Uh, you know, but uh, you know, he he just doesn't like what went on. He's not really saying, listen, are we gonna this kid is 19 years old. Are we going to label him a malcontent? Are we going to label him uh, he's going for the money? He's, from what I'm reading, he's not going to get big money when he goes back to uh, uh, the KHO. Um, but well, 100 I mean, grand is big money to a 19-year-old, though. That's true. I mean, what? He got, he, get he, uh, what is he making? Doesn't he make like 800000 in the NFL and NHL? I think that would be, yeah, I think 950, something like that. Uh, I mean, the guy didn't even, couldn't even get on the third or fourth line on his team. Maybe there's something to what he's saying here. And uh, he, he basically says, and I'm quoting this Russian hooky faluki article. Pravda. Pravda. Is that, is that what they called that? We used to see, you know, they used to tell you like three weeks later when Konstantin Chernenkov was dead or something. Was it Pravda? Was that the communist paper back in the day? Yes. <laughs> there was no point sitting in Hartford and waiting for someone to get hurt or someone to, or, or the coach to play me. You cannot build your happiness on someone else's misfortune. So far, the maximum I can achieve is, uh, I don't know, I can't even get it, uh, three to four NHL lines. Uh, I guess the third or fourth line. But Russia, you can play more, play the puck, and not play vertically. It is necessary to develop these skills. All Even right. this I, translation's off of this kid talks like Charles Emerson Winchester. Uh, well, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm adding a little bit into it because some of the bad grammar is just like ridiculous. All right. So is it the kid's fault? Is it Quinn's fault? Whose fault is it? Jim? Tell me whose fault is it? Well, Did the organization not know this guy needed kid gloves that they needed to kid, run borscht to him every five minutes so he doesn't miss from Russia? I got you know I got so many I got so many things coming to mind on this. Now, let me give you a little show history for those of you that haven't been around quite as long as the Costas or the or the or the Cutsies or the Catronis, the Mike Silvers, or, the, or Mike Silvers. You know, going back. You know, I'm going way back now. We oh, had. God. Justin it, wants to fire Quinn. You want get to fire out of here everybody. with that. You want to fire everybody. You want to fire everybody. You've hated an, every coach they've ever had since I know a, you. You're an emotional fan. I can't right. listen to you. You're a, you go by your emotions. So let, let me give you a little show history here. Let me get just let's go into the way back machine. We'll go to 2000. We're going to go to the 2000 after the 2009 draft. In the second round, the Rangers drafted a guy named Ethan Werrick. Okay who some thought was a first-round talent, okay? Now, it never really panned out for Ethan. He had some knee problems that brought him down and a few other things. He wound up getting traded, bounced around. But anyway, thanks to a little hooky-falukiness on, on yours truly's part, we were able to secure Ethan for an interview. And Eddie asked him flat out, even though you are years away and still playing junior hockey, do you ever dream about playing for the Rangers? And Ethan Warrick said, Absolutely, I dream about it every day. Putting on that jersey and getting on that ice in Madison Square Garden and playing in front of those fans. And when I was sold on Ethan Warwick at that moment, I want guys who want to be here and will right. do whatever it takes. Vitaly Krapsov should, 
if he had to disembowel Steven Vogel at one of those games that Vogel's stalking him at to get to the Rangers, then that's what I want. I don't want some guy who's going to delete his Instagram pictures because he's hurt like a little bitch in high school. <laughs> they made me go to Hartford. I'm going to delete my pictures and sell my jersey on eBay. Whatever the Russian version of eBay is. Get out of here. I'll need you. I'll rebuild without you. Give me, oh, give me yeah. 10 Michael Haley's that want to be here, that want to put this jersey no, on. No, no. All right, maybe not 10 Michael Haley's. You know what I'm saying. I've had enough. I, I've, seen enough uh, I've seen enough mercenaries in my time, guys that were just putting on this jersey. I want Ethan Werricks. I want guys that would kill, that would put their own mother through a wood chipper to get to Madison Square uh, Garden and make me happy. I want guys that would that would skip their grandmother's funeral just to play for the Rangers so that I could come on this show and praise them. These are the guys I want. Not God. some little bitch in study hall over in over in St. Petersburg, Russia, in Kazakhstan, deleting his Instagram. Oh, I'm, not, I'm taking down my pictures. First, Screw you. He's 19 years old. What do you want? I, I mean, also you're saying he's not well, like he's in high school. He's practically in, at that, high school. That's that's one of my sure. thoughts. I also think that these kids get probably, especially these Russian kids, got a lot of people in their ear and they get a lot of bad advice. And I have a feeling that that's a part of it. Why do you want to go to Hartford? You go to Mother Russia. You play in front of big crowds. Just don't get on the planes. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, too soon? No, that's fine with me. All right, so, yeah. so, so there's that part of it, but and I, well, you know, and I, I'm hearing that uh, that he can play in the KHL and still come back this season, so maybe that happens. But another thing is, didn't don't the Rangers have any kind of vetting process on these kids? That no, you know, if, if, if I'm spending, if I'm gonna spend a ninth pick overall on a kid. I want to make sure that this kid's willing. You know, when you when you pick in the top ten, you want a guy that you want a kid that's going to be on the team. You don't want a five year project. You want a kid that's going to be on Broadway in a year or two tops when you pick top ten. Don't they vet these kids? Don't they sit these kids down and say, "Look, here's here is the plan. If we draft you, this is what might happen." You may have to spend some time in this shithole in Connecticut, staying at a Motel 6, eating Waffle House, riding a bus to Springfield and Utica before you get to live in the absolute lap of luxury that is the New York Rangers franchise. Don't they talk to these kids just a little? They dropped the ball on this so badly. <laughs> First of all, their organization has unlimited resources. This isn't the Islanders. This isn't uh, Ottawa. I mean, this is a team that's got more money than the world needs. Right. And they can't get, like, some whores from Stanford to spend nights with him. They can't have somebody hold his hand, take him to the games, blah, 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 have a Russian buddy come in, talk Russian, and hold his hand, or a coach, assign a fucking coach to this guy, and just be like, listen, you know, this is what we got to do, and we'll get back to New York. Nothing. 
They send this kid along with like the you know pack your bags, get on the bus, and then you're in Hartford. Right. And Goodbye. <laughs> and here, this kid thought he was going to be on the Rangers, and I think he felt like he played decently enough to make the team, uh, comparably to some of these other bozos we're playing, um, and that he deserves something. Now, I have a little fault with that. I don't like putting rookies on the first line. Now, listen, Kako, oh, he played against men. He's in Sweden. He's playing against men. He's got the size. Certainly. I Listen, I'm not giving on a Capo Kako, but I'm, I, I haven't seen anything from this guy other than that one goal, and I really thought Philip Hedel looked better in his first 10 games last year than, uh, than, uh, than uh, uh, Kako's look. Uh, to me, he, Kako looks like one of those guys that's achieved everywhere, and he's, what he did there is not working, and he's getting frustrated as hell because he's getting made a fool, made, made look like a fool. Now, usually when I get on a guy, he goes on a hot streak. So let's hope that that comes true. Now, going back to Filipino, Jim, you got some news with Filipino. Uh, well, we have to hold on. We have to properly. Uh, oh, okay. Well, this has to be done just right now. Ladies and gentlemen, the Rangers have announced that they have recalled Philip, our savior, Heedle. And Ryan Lindgren from the Hartford Wolfpack. And they will be in the lineup from what I understand tomorrow night. Who'd they send down? Uh, no one from what, I, uh, from what I've heard. Now, to everyone, all these people that think that Philip Hedo is going to come here and save this team, that he is the answer. Who was the answer? Was that Allen Iverson? Was that his nickname, the, the answer? Allen Iverson? Philip Hedo is now the answer. I wish I could go back to last year. I wish I had the kind of time to go back to last year and find all the people that called him a bust. So what a waste of a pick. What a bust. And now all of a sudden, he's going to save us. He's going to save us. Now, am I glad he's he's coming back? Absolutely. I was surprised he was sent to Hartford in the beginning. But I do not think he is a savior. I just think he's a good player. He's a young player. I want to see the young players here. So I am glad he's coming back. Ryan Lindgren is a guy I like a lot. I'm really glad he's coming back. I can't wait to see whose place he takes in the lineup. Unless it's Libor Hayek, who might be... Libor Hayek, whose biggest whose biggest uh, crime now is running into the grand high exalted mystic Swedish goaltender. Ah! And we're going to talk about that in a little while. Oh! Got that, got that loaded in the chamber, too. Well, let me just go. But with Phil, why did Philip Heedle get sent down in the first place? He had a year under his belt. I know they were questioning whether the senator, the left wing, blah, 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 blah. You know what? The guys they put to replace him suck. Well, let me ask, let me ask a quick question because I honestly I, I don't remember. Do you remember him playing a lot of center with the Rangers last year? Because I don't. No. And then the second part of my question is, has he been playing center exclusively in Hartford? Because if he if he if he didn't play much center last year and he's been playing center in Hartford, 
then that would at least explain to me that maybe that was the thinking behind sending him to Hartford is to let him play exclusively on on center so that he can come up to the Rangers and and be a center. Well, but a, I don't but I, I don't know I, the answer to that. I am so physically trained not to follow Hartford because <laughs> I don't want to get more discouraged as a Ranger fan than I need to that I haven't been following them since their 8 and 01 uh uh you know, they're, they're the road to the victory to the Calder Trophy. The Connecticut so, Whale. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. <laughs> that, was, that was the old mantra. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> do I think Heedle's the answer? It just didn't make sense. You have a team that doesn't have much experience. First of all, no experience playing together, basically. It's just like, go play. Right. It's, all, it's all on EA Sports lines. That's a, that we made the lines. Right. And they have no veterans in there that have any kind of leadership. Half the team can't speak each other's language. And they don't know what they're talking about. They, they, they come up with this thing after eight games, seven games. Oh, we need to talk more on the ice. Isn't that hockey 101? I mean, really, seriously, you gotta you got to tell these guys to talk? And you can see the level the difference between the Boston Bruins and the New York Rangers is like as as wide a chasm as you can get on all facets of the game. Coaching, players, rolling four lines that are coming out, bam, tenacious. Every, they just forecheck, pressure the puck carrier, pressure every line. Rangers had no answer for it. and Because they really don't have the talent to answer it. Right. I mean, that game was a blowout. I don't care if it ended 7-4, whatever it ended. It was a 7-1 game as far as I was concerned. Right. Especially without without Mika Zibanejad and, and Jesper Faust in the lineup. And Jesper Faust is one of those guys that I'm kind of talking about, like a veteran guy that knows how to play the game of hockey. And uh, it's got a, you know, he's a diligent. He's a, a, a you know, he's he's very aware of what's going on. They don't have those guys. They got a bunch of skilled guys and non-skilled guys all thrown together. You got, you know, you got the Haley's and the McKegs. I mean, come on. These guys don't belong in NHL. They don't. Now, is the onus on Quinn? I think so. I think he's got a little problem when he loves these yeoman-like guys. Like the, do I think it's the end of them? He can adjust, can he? Can he change his mind? Can he change his ways? Is he locked into this? I mean, I, I, I don't see firing the coach. I think it's more of a the player pool is not very it's very thin. I mean and and you even have I, I just I and the defense to me I think it's played fairly well, except for Mark Stahl and Brady Shea. Those guys, the veterans play like they they suck. Stall is Stall put Stall sucks now. First ten games, whatever this where we are, he's been abysmal. Shea, I'm sick and tired of going down to one knee to try to block that shot. I can see it in my mind right now. He sucks. He finally gets his first goal of the season last night. Fox thought off like a wind of fire. He's uh, plays the fire okay. Tony D. He's been chipping in the points, although he got Marshawn made him look like a fool on one of the goals. But that's going to be happening. You see the how much time these guys have in front of that, Jim? You see yeah. Marshawn go forehand, oh, backhand, and out. 
They just can't designate no. camped out. So listen, I, I I'm frustrated like the rest of you guys. I got a lot of beefs, a lot of complaints. I'm all over the place, but that's just where I'm at. But where I'm not at is fire the coach. That right. I am not at. Right. <laughs> or Lindy Ruff. Why some people have this obsession with firing Lindy Ruff for everything. I mean, really? What is this what does this doofus do that impacts the game? I, I don't get it. The, the, do the fans really think that Lin, that Lindy Ruff is the reason why Mark Stahl makes a mistake? No, and, and I think Michael Silvers raises a good point. He says, we're very thin, but we knew it would be. Because you know what? We said it over and over again, temper expectations, but you know what? We didn't. The emotionals, the emo fans we have, they didn't. They were all in for Kako 45 goals. They were all in, you know, uh, you know, Adam Fox getting, you know, he should have seven goals by now. Uh, you know, they were all in. And it's, it ain't happening. It's the tinfoil hat brigade. Nah, I wouldn't say Justin's a tinfoil hat guy. I just say, like, some of us just wear, I, I, again, I've said this several times on this show, and as emotional as I am now, when I was younger, I used to flip out, like, everything. Now, uh, I just flip out on the show, and I get it all over, and release, and... I vent, and then I'm okay. All right. So you're all over the place. <laughs> I'm not even sure where to go from there. Why did Buka Boom? Because they probably that stupid son of his, Brock Buka Boom. They gave him a shot, and the guy sucked because Sather was all about fucking, you know, nepotism. He gave Brock Buka Boom a tryout. The kid sucked, and then Jeff probably left in a huff. I love Jeff Buka Boom, but personality man he isn't i've met the man all right is that the defensive well Buka had fucking ryan mcdonough and dan girardi look at the clowns with throw. i mean other than truba i mean you got a very a lot of unproven uh, uh, quantities other than him and stall by the way i heard dan girardi is going to be honored at the garden tomorrow night he should be he was a warrior absolutely I uh, mentioned he has his own podcast. He does. I saw that yesterday. Uh, I'm going to try and figure out so, how, hey, look, to, how to contact him. Yeah, like, you know, we could cross-pollinate podcasts. I'd like right. to talk to Dan. Right. I first would congratulate him and then say, uh, ask him, <laughs> uh, how many years do you think John Tortorella took off your career? Right. If you didn't play for John Tortorella, could you have played until you're 45? Yes. That will be the first question. All right, you take <laughs> I'm a lot of breath on my tie right here. So, uh, all right. So, let's get back to. Well, I want to read you something. Um, this is what this is what David Quinn had to say last night oh, after God. the game. And as you can imagine, the tinfoil hat brigade just went absolutely nuts about this. And quite frankly, I don't get it. I, I don't know if I'm missing something here, but but they went absolutely crazy over it. I'm going to read this. Mike Mike Silvers was in the was in the conversation on the New York Rangers uh, oh, Facebook page. He, he infiltrated. Was, well, he he likes to go in there and just and and kind of kind of be a voice of reason, so to speak. He he and I told him today he makes too much sense for that group. 
But uh, here's what Quinn said. Uh, I think part of being a professional athlete is handling adversity and understanding consistent uh, battle level gives you a chance to have success. And I just think we have guys that don't fully understand that. They think the game should be played a different way and it should be a skill game. Skill is certainly a huge component of this game, but if you have no battle, I don't care how skilled you are, you're not going to be productive. And the tinfoil hat brigade just went absolutely apeshit about this. How could he say it's not a skill game? You can't have guys that just battle. And I'm, and I'm thinking you have to have guys. That, you have to have guys that that even skill players have to battle. The reason why the Rangers got dominated by that first line of Boston is because they're all skilled and they all battle. That 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 line is relentless. They are absolutely relentless. And they will they will all get to the corners and they will dig and they will fight and they will scrum and and they'll get in front of the net. They're not afraid to push the goaltender around when they have to. They're, they're, you got to exactly. have that. I'm not saying the, the coach isn't saying that I need 15 Tanner glasses on this team or else we're not going to win, you fucking morons, you moral degenerates. Pick a, put down the goddamn spreadsheet and watch the game for a change. Try watching the game. Try watching other teams. Didn't didn't this happen with the Edmonton Oilers with the number one picks every year? They had all these finesse players and they sucked balls. Right. Because they didn't have battlers. You need guys. The season is long. You've got to wear your opponents down. You don't get anything for free in this league. You need to hit. You need to pound. Unfortunately, you know, it can't be a one-timing fest between Zabinajad and Panarin every night. It's going to happen once in a while. Listen, you got a finesse line. Those other three lines should be battling, forechecking, getting you. They haven't done that in any game. I, the Buffalo game, I don't know what happened. Somebody must have thrown some, you know, magical fairy dust uh, on, on the Rangers that but, night because I don't understand how they beat Buffalo. Buffalo came in so hot. They and they only had 24 shots on goal against Buffalo. So that was just was a lot of bad goaltending in that game. Which is unusual because Carter Hutton usually looks like Ken Dryden against us. Right. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I think everything went their way. I think maybe they got a little too full of themselves, but they got outclassed so badly in that Boston game. You could see Boston was throwing two, three, four checkers in on the Rangers when they had it in their own zone. They were so confident that the Rangers could not get out of their zone. They were throwing the whole – they were blitzing, basically. Right. The Rangers – Every time, and the Rangers had no answers. And, again, do I have to say it to the coach? Didn't the coach know that this was going to happen? Did he make any adjustments? Uh, uh, does he have the players to make the adjustments? Can anybody make a first pass on this team? Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, they got – it looked uh, look like a scrimmage to me. Most of that game looked like a scrimmage. Right. And they and they were up. They were up one nothing. And, then, yeah. and, every, and since uh, Shampooey got run over there, and, well, it's whether he got run over or pushed, whatever you think it was. After that, I felt like they lost all. He was pushed. He all was pushed. interest. It was, it was, he was pushed by his own guy. It was just one of, it was just one of those. Do you want to get right into that? Yeah, let's go. Go. Do it. He got, you know, he got pushed. He gave up a goal that was not his fault. And he completely lost his composure. Completely. 
He went crazy on the referees. And that went on for a good 10, 15 minutes. Going off on the referees every chance he could get. The Bruins knew they were under his skin. Marshawn takes the penalty. And then the minute he stepped out of the penalty box, boom, he puts one right past Tyrell Hunquist. And that was it. It was 2-1 and the game was over. Because you just knew that the Bruins, they, they had Henrik right where they wanted him. And he just, I'm sorry, I thought he embarrassed himself last night. The carrying on and, and, and throwing the fits and everything else, I thought he embarrassed himself last night. And he goes, he goes the first time they, they come behind the net and he goes out there and throws a shoulder check into somebody. And then the minute, and then the minute after he throws the shoulder check, he goes running back to the net. What a what what courage, what courage, as my as my esteemed co-host would say, what courage. He went running. Got a special song just for you, Hank. Where is it? Turn that down a little bit. He goes running back into the net. What a! I mean, come on. That was a bitch move. If that was, if that was Corey Schneider that ever did that, yeah, run, 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 boy, run. <laughs> if that was Corey Schneider or Carter Hart or Braden Holpe that did something like that, Ranger fans would have been all over him. That was a bitch move. I don't care how impolitically correct that is or unpolitical. That was a bitch, bitch move. Run, boy, run. Matt Zenobi is uh, reporting that Hank is day-to-day with an injury. Yeah, a bruised it's, ego. It's bruised ego. An upper a body ego. ego. Yeah. Embarrassment. That's what he's day-to-day with. Embarrassment. It was embarrassing. I'm sorry. It was. If it was any other goaltender on any other team, we'd be all over the guy. What a meltdown this guy had. Coming out, throwing a shoulder check, and then getting running back into the net. <laughs> Ghost is going nuts. That was a bitch move. What? A, I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I know I read I ride him a lot for for, you know, some of it's for effect and some of it's for real. That was a bitch move. Just can we just let's just. Look, I saw this. Uh, I stole this on Twitter. I saw it. I agree with it. Call up Shestyorkin. Send Georgiev down. Like Georgiev be the starter in Hartford. Let's see what we got in Shestyorkin. And put this guy on the bench. Him, his ego, his hair, his fucking hat, that miserable fucking face. Oh, he's got that puss. The I've post had game. I've that had post game puss. I've had oh. it. I just want to move on. I just want to move on. I, I, he's just destroying the legacy that he's built. No matter how many of these fans are going to continue to lick him from stem to stern every night and come up with a million fucking stats that just hide the fact that the emperor's new clothes. 
Wow. I don't care if he's facing high danger shots. I don't care. Stop them. Stop them. His record sucks. You are what your record says you are. His record sucks. His goals against sucks. His save percentage sucks. Sucks. And it was a bitch fucking move last night. That was bitch. That reminded me when Brian Boyle would always get tough with the other player as soon as the referee stepped in front of him. And then Brian Boyle always had a lot to say. Fuck you. Get on the bench. Brian Boyle scored his first last night. Yes. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. All right. I can't believe he didn't score it off Hank. Yeah. Well, that'll (laughs) get the hat trick off Hank. Now. Maybe, yeah. maybe they'll play better in front of Shesterick and Mike. Maybe they play They're better. They're going to play better in front of anybody. They got nobody. They spend too much time in their zone. Well, You can't get outshot 22 to 4 in one period every game. And you know what? I don't care if they do play better with Shesterick. I'd rather have the guy twenty who's 22 or 23 get right. the game I- experience than this old man throwing his fits and his little bitch Well, that's move. the problem. Enough. That's the problem, Enough. Jim. That's the problem. Just Jim. retire. Please, I'm begging you to retire. That's don't the- don't tarnish this legacy anymore. He's going to go out as Doug Sotart with a with a four goals against me- by the time Can he's I done. Can I interject here? I'm sorry. You Boy, said, you're, you're Jim, wrong. take over. I'm out of breath. I take over. Yeah, Can I get in here? This is six minutes later. Yeah, you're getting all worked up over there. You have to put chapstick on. You get it loves so, it when I get worked up. I like it too, but uh, <laughs> let me just say one thing. I think, I think the the bitch move by Lundquist is agreeing to stay for this rebuild when he doesn't have the temperament to lose. He doesn't. He hates to lose, and he can't get with the rebuild. It's all about Hank, all about his stats, all about the winning and it's not about what the Rangers are going to be in three or four years because I'm sick of the stick banging, the slamming, the puss after the post game. That what gets me. That's He should have said, listen, he should have been uh, self-aware. I know that's a little bit of a joke. To know that, listen, it's going to be some bad days. It's not going to be Tom Rennie bad. It's going to be real bad. Right. It's be like, Charles Wang bad. It's Charles Wang bad. <laughs> so I think he miscalculated there, and he did the Rangers a disservice because he's eating up all that fucking cat space. And you're right. You're right, White. You're right on the button. They should play the young <laughs> Georgiev, have Shesterkin and back him up, and, it, and be done with Hank. But that ain't going to happen. But – it would serve them well as a young group going forward to have everybody on the same page. Hank's not on the same page. It's all about Hank. It's about the wins. It's about the save percentage. It's about the, the goals against. And guess what? They're plummeting. Plummeting. That save percentage sucks. It's horrible. It's I mean, horrible. What is, what is it? I haven't even looked at it. I just I just I, know, last I, time I looked know. at it, it was 323. 323. 323. <laughs> In today's NHL, that's really bad. That used to be no. really good. No, 323. I'm joking around. I'm talking about that was his save. His three on. Oh, I thought you meant his goals against. His, yeah, goals, against, his goals against is, is uh, 358. His save percentage is 906. There was a time in this league where 358 wasn't bad. Right. 
JD's was probably three five eight. JD's goals against was probably three five eight. Nineteen eighty two. We probably lauded him. Wow, he got it all the way down to three five eight. JD is like really hot. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's it's just compiling the misery. I mean, I, 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 I but I agree. I agree with you on all the points. I did not see that shoulder hit. Uh, I would imagine if you're goalie, the last thing you want to do is get in a fight. But uh, if you say it was a bitch move, I'll take you by the, I don't know. Anybody else see it? I'm sure Sean thinks it was a complete bitch move. Anybody else <laughs> see it? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just so frustrating, frustrating to watch these games. I mean, I, the other team comes out like gangbusters and, you think the Rangers get a one lead? Well, they were getting dominated, and they got that one nothing lead off a Michael Haley goal of all people. You're like, uh, and then you find out Zabinajad is out for the game. You're like, there's no hope. Let me check the baseball game. <laughs> John Davidson's career goals against average was 3.53. There you go. See? <laughs> One of the most beloved players in Ranger history. He never won more than 20, 22 games as a goaltender. I know. He had the one playoff run. That was <laughs> that's it. it. But that's all it takes. That's all that, it takes. Wow. What, Come on. How, how long have Eddie and I said that to you guys? We say that on the show all the time. That's where you make your name for yourself. You do it in the playoffs. That's why That's why JD is beloved, also, and that's why we hate Rick Dash. JD had a playoff run for the ages, and he will forever be beloved by this fan base, at least those of us old enough to remember. Same thing with Martin St. Louis. His mother died. He went on a tear in the playoffs. He's beloved. We think of him as a leadership example. Brad Richards, even to a certain extent, he produced in the playoffs uh, for a little bit. Uh, good, good, good acquisition. But you have to understand the Rangers' uh, history. We don't have anybody. I mean, who are we going to laud? I mean, we barely, I think we have like six Hall of Famers in the freaking eye. I know we have more than that. But still, it's like the Jets. As soon as they roll out that name of film, forget about it. Everything turns to shit. They were all about that rate, uh, the Jets, Patriots. I don't know. They were doing something. I don't know what it was I was watching, but they rolled out that name with the number one. I knew it was all over. But uh, just, just trying to draw a parallel between those two organizations. We don't really have a storied franchise, you know. So, uh, you know, there's not a lot of great to choose from. So, uh, Longquist is in. I mean, he's got to realize what he looks like out there. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't he see? Doesn't he know what he looks like? How it's projecting out to the public the way he's acting. Well, why should he? Not when he's got millions of sycophants that will chant his name when he makes the most routines of saves now. I mean, to me, it's sad. You know, this guy will give up a bad goal, and a minute later he makes a save that used to be fairly routine for him, and he's got 18,000 sycophants chanting his name, telling him how great he is. Uh, It's the emperor's new clothes. Well, then the coach has got to fucking tell him. Somebody's got to have the coolions to sit the guy down and say, listen, you signed up for this. We came to you. You said you were on board. You can't be make. You can't be doing this. You can't be pouting 
and smirking, and that got that puss on every time I go to that Ranger. Oh, every time I go to that Ranger YouTube channel, that's basically I think run by a cutter who's got better production values than that stupid breaking blue shit. So whatever that that fucking show is, what is it called? Forever. Mm-hmm. It was better lighting. It's better lighting at Costa's house than they have on. That I mean, they don't even know when they're on. They're like standing there, and, and they got people walking through the shot. The maintenance guy walks through the shot. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a, such a low class thing. I gotta watch that. I watch all this shit because I'm a stupid Ranger fan who can't get enough of misery watching this team. I gotta watch the pregame, the postgame. Steve Valaket breaking it down for me. Telling me about how many shots Henrik's given up from the slot this year. I mean, he's running out of ways to make Henrik look good. He's like, oh, oh well, when when the lights at uh, the Empire State Building are red, white, and blue, Hank is thirty four and twelve. You know, like, you know, you got to stop. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Yes. I are you upset with Quinn in any way? Um, You're allowed to be upset. I, We're allowed I, to be upset. We got to watch this garbage. I, I mean, I, I, I just, I, I no, I'm, I'm really not. I, I think if I have to think about it this long, the no, the, the answer is no. I mean, do I, do I agree with everything he does? No, but I, I'm not a coach. I'm just a guy who does a, who does a, you know, half of a video podcast. You know, I, I, I just think I, and I said this the other day in the group. I just tend to think that a guy, the guy who spends 18 hours a day with these players might know a little bit more than me that watches them every other day for two and a half hours. You know, and, it, and, it, and we're 12 games into the season. I just, you know, last year we were, we were throwing roses at this guy for winning 30 games. But it looks like, it looks like we're going backwards. It, it does. Is, is that part of the rebuild? You know what I'm saying? Like a, you just, we can't just acquire these draft picks and play them. That they have to develop. I mean, listen, I'm not giving. Don't take my criticism of Kako that I think he's not going to pan out or anything. I'm just saying I'm reading in the media that Kako is very frustrated. He's very, uh, you know, he, he just it's not working the way he thinks it should be working. So what he instead of like making him earn a spot, they put him up to the first line. So now they're already acquiescing. We got to get cut. We don't want his head to get all fucked up. Well, you know what? Here's another thing. How about we stop letting these European players talk to these European blogs and these European newspapers? If you can't, because these translations are bad. People are reading into them, making shit up. Hire a translator for these guys that can translate the goddamn thing to English and just dictate it to one of the beat reporters. Here's your article. Here's your interview with Kako. These answers make no fucking sense by the time these translations are done with them. I, I mean, the, the, the thing that craps off article, I read part of it. And those answers were just ridiculous. <laughs> Who the hell talks like that? My beats per minute weren't right. high. <laughs> and, you know, I just I can't I just can't get too upset about this. They're eight games into the season or nine games into the season. And. You know, they're still finding their way. There's still a lot of young players. And in terms, and people keep saying that they're in the middle of a rebuild, and they're not in the middle of the rebuild. I mean, they are barely like a fourth of the way into this thing. If the rebuild is a drive from New York to California, the Rangers are barely out of Pennsylvania. 
I mean, we got a long way to go, a long way to go. And if you don't believe me, go back and watch the Boston game last night. That shows you where you want to be, and it shows you where we're at right now. Where we're at right now. Exactly. It's, you know. And it takes time, and you just you, you just can't throw a bunch of eighteen year olds on the ice and well, expect and expect them all to develop all at once. Everybody's got to go at their own pace. And yeah, do I want to see Michael Haley in the lineup? No, but there's a bigger picture here. I, I just I can't I can't get all worked up if 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 Capo Caco is on the second line. I can't get all worked up if Capo Caco is playing with Brett. Oh Hopkins. no, you I can't. I just can't. Oh, they're posting the minutes after every game. Oh, trust this me, guy. I see it all. Oh, they're posting the minutes. This guy got this many minutes. This, this doesn't. This Brendan Smith. What's he doing? I'll tell you what. I'm going to say something that's going to be really controversial here. Brendan Smith has been good. I mean, he doesn't deserve the money he's made. Play as a fourth liner, he's not bad. I mean, uh, do I think he's like, uh, you know, like that's just going to last? Probably not. But I can see that kind of battle level when he's out there. Now, again, that's what he brings because he's not a skilled guy. But, uh, Jim, I just want to say, I talked to everybody, every one of these experts that came on this show, and I'm going to get the video of it. So I have it next uh, next week. I said to him, can David Quinn adjust to more of a skilled team than a, a working yeoman-like lunch pail, whatever you want to call it, battling type of team? And I think so far, maybe not so good. What do you think of that? I I agree with you. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm, I'm working with uh, someone's trying to get into the studio here, and I'm just working with them here. Make what do sure you guys that's... in the chat room think? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. What do you think? Give me your feedback while John, uh, Jim is doing uh, his crazy uh, internet wizardry. <laughs> is Smith culpable? Or is he just trying to keep this thing <laughs> afloat with these guys, ba- these battlers? Or he demands his skill players play a, a, a harder game. We have we have a uh, a special guest. If we can change topics for a minute, I'm not changing topics for nobody. Are you sure? Oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll certainly. I'm can just... we? We're going to switch topics and talk real quick about the Rangers alumni game that took place uh, yesterday afternoon. Oh, uh, I know this is. And who better to talk to, ladies and gentlemen, making his first first of all, his first uh, appearance, sort uh, of. Rum, it's we, the one and only Rum Gretschner. Rum, take off your wedding ring. You're divorced, and you're uh, not paying your alimony. I I wear it in remembrance of all the good times. Uh, is, is, hey, that the, is that Carol's? Is that Carol's wedding ring? Boy, this one. Um, actually, I found this outside the garden last night. <laughs> that, the Cafe Thirty One gave him that party gift. Hey, fellas, you know, uh, it was great coaching in the uh, alumni game. Great honor, you know, just to be there and stand on a fucking bench like a like an idiot. 
<laughs> well, Steve Eminger takes my place in the lineup. That's if that ain't if that ain't the biggest middle finger to old Rummy Gresner. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh. uh, cool. you, you mean know. that's a you mean that's an even bigger bigger middle finger to rum than giving your uh, giving your old number to a Mexican. I mean, oh hey, and then they, they gave it to a garlic eater on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's Rummy's? You know, when's Rummy gonna get his ninth cigar? I mean, it was nice that they had me, but she's, you know, you are uh, from good soil Saskatchewan, as I remember. <laughs> the best, the good soils, the best soil, Kenny. The best. <laughs> you know, I don't think you're even in the Saskatchewan oh. fame. Oh. <laughs> He's a. <laughs> He is in the Toot Shore Hall of Fame. Oh, hey, you know what I got today? Uh oh. I don't know if you see this. I got to hold this up to the monitor. Can you see this? It's a, yeah. a subpoena. The subpoena from Carol? Another one. Another one. Oh, my. Every goddamn day. You know what? These lawyers, guys. Oh. These lawyers, they come every goddamn day. Every day. You know what, Miss Tommy Laidlaw? Oh, he's on Survivor now. Oh, it's great to watch him on the TV. And uh, it was fun watching him play. Plus, it would have been nice to play with him, you know. Would have been yes. nice to play with my buddy Doogie. You know, nice to watch them play while I'm standing on the bench, you know, <laughs> like an idiot. But, you know, there's nothing more. Nothing says honoring a legendary player like making you stand on the bench during an alumni game. I mean, you know, my even... fans love that. So many, so many people came up to me outside thirty-one last night and says, "Rummy, you did such a great job standing there like a goddamn telephone pole." <laughs> now, Rummy, is this truth? I did not hear oh. this. You, you did not. <laughs> you did not skate in this. You, you just. Well, you maybe an Listen, here's how it all went down, Dave. They called me up. They called me a month ago. They said, "Rummy, we want you to come and be at this first ever alumni game." I says, "What time? Where? When? You know, you can always count on Rummy to be there. Also, you know, do I get a per deal? You know, because <laughs> you, know, you know, Rummy don't work for free. But hey, where do we? Where do you want me? So I." I go in, I go down in the basement. I get my skates. I get the pads, the whole bit. I go drive out to the to the garden, and they say, "Oh, oh no, Rummy! I think there's been a misunderstanding." You goddamn right. It's Steve Evans playing, not me. <laughs> Tanner Glass played. Oh, hey guys, hey, I gotta go. There's somebody knocking at the door. Uh-oh. It smells like a lawyer. <laughs> Could be, also could be the Chinese I ordered. I'm going to go take care of that. It was great talking. You fellas, hell of a show. All right, hell Robbie. Of, Thanks, hell Rob. of a show. Thank you, Rob Gresher. Oh. <laughs> take care. Wow. Rob Gresher making his first video appearance. More or less. Yes. More or less. Yes, I, Sean. I wonder where has he been going since Cafe Thirty One. 
I don't know. Rum. Uh, so Rum did not play in that alumni game. I guess not. I mean, it would have been really hard for him to get on the ice and skate around with Kotze's head up his ass. Oh, oh he went there. I don't now. Know. Now I can't get. I, why won't that crawler go away? Well, it's just uh, let's, let's make it an advertisement if we got to have something up there. Yeah, really. So, uh, yeah, that rum brought a lot of lever- uh, levity to a very heated show so far. Uh, a lot of people, I don't know what they said about uh, Quinn. I'll scroll back a little bit. I, uh, Michael said, I like Quinn. He's trying to find his. Now we're cutting your face off again. Wait a minute. We cut my face off. Face off. Yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, we got to understand that, that one year doesn't make you a NHL coach that could fig- fit, uh, figure out everything. He's still a young coach himself. Right. So, but he was brought here to work with the, the, the young players. And I think nobody's really, somebody mentioned that nobody's really had the Quinn I think D'Angelo, again, he was benched, I think, against the Capitals. Uh-huh. And he comes back and he plays wonderfully in the next game. He play, He gets two goals in a game. He got a nice assist uh, the other night playing well after benching. Maybe some of these guys need to, like, uh, you know, ride the pine. Maybe it's time for him to pull the trigger. But, uh, you know, I, I agree with you. You got to uh, – these young players got to learn to earn it, not just – it's a given de facto, like Kravtsov. I mean, you know, you got to earn something here. Just like, oh, you know, unless he was guaranteed something. That's the only thing I could think of. That's why he's got his panties in a bunch. That they said, you know what? You have a, 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 a good preseason. You're going to have a spot on this team. Right. So I don't know. It's It's puzzling. But they really should – look into these backgrounds of these foreign players, these Russian players, these European players, and and really have somebody that knows, like, how much of an adjustment is this going to be like? Is it going to be a really hard adjustment for this kid to come over here? And listen, I don't know how I would feel if I played in Russia and I didn't understand shit, and I had to go to Siberia or whatever they had me playing in, and, like, uh, you know, I had no Netflix. I don't know how I would react. I mean, I, I'm a red-blooded American man. You take me out of my culture, I might go berserkowitz too. At 19, what do you know at 19, Jim? Nothing. Nothing. You know nothing at 19 years old. So, Mike Zenobi is trying to bring up the Angino back on me. Listen, I got caught a lot of flack on that other board, so I don't call him the. I, I'm rooting for success. If I was a Ranger fan and I was rooting against players, I'd be at the service. I want D'Angelo to play well. And he's playing fairly well. <laughs> but I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I'm Lindgren, well, Foss is, is Foss still going to be hurt? I mean, I don't where were they? Where are they fitting these players? They got to send somebody down, don't they? Well, all I know about Mika is that he's day-to-day. Uh, I haven't heard anything about Foss. I just know that... Uh, Mika and Henrik were uh, day-to-day. 
And Faust is uncertain for Tuesday. Now, they said personal issues. Was that cleared up later? I don't believe so. Faust, what personal issues could this guy have? Uh, Okay, so we got that going. And there was one thing, just as added NHL news, Vladimir Tarasenko out for the year. Five months. Wow. I I guess. Do they want Kreider? Kreider scored last night. Beautiful goal. He's another another guy, Jim. Do you dream about being in a Rangers uniform? I said, do you and uh, what was the guy we had? Uh, Which Bork did we have again? Ryan. Ryan. Do you and Ryan think about being in a Rangers uniform every when you're out there on the national team? No. What? No, he said he, he said he tried not to think about it. Oh, he said he tried not to. Right. Why wouldn't you try to think and not think about it? I don't know. But Ethan Warrick said I think about it every day. I don't know. I, I, I mean, listen, Kreider. I don't know. They gotta. They gotta make some. They gotta get some players. Do you know what I mean? Players, like a player, a guy we know is reliable. Why is Jesper Fast the only guy on the team was reliable on both zones? Why? I don't know. Okay, well, you don't but have any answers for me. Since since we, since we had this up here, hold on. How do we? Uh, oh, that's just a title. How do we do this as a crawler again? I want to put our Patreon up here one more time, and we could talk. We'll do a little housekeeping here in the meantime, and then I will make a quick announcement. Uh, if you'd like to sponsor the Blue Shirt Underground Show with Jim and Eddie, like Steve Lebowitz did, like Steve Lebowitz, and this just in, what just in? This is this is brand new information I'm giving you. Uh oh, we have a new Patreon supporter, and his name is Rocco Sansone. Rocco, we're in the morning. We're in the morning. So Rocco Sansone and Steve Lebowitz, who everybody loved last week on the show. Steve Lebowitz was a big hit. Oh, he came on here and killed it. They have joined the ranks of our Patreon supporters, which means they will be in our Facebook group, the Blue Shirt Undergrounders, which is exclusive for our Patreon supporters. We do some special things for them, including a video recap after almost every game. We had an epic one in Las Vegas the other night. On Fremont Street. I on Fremont Street, a 20-minute post-game recap that had almost nothing to do with the game itself, but it was still fun. So uh, if, you, if you'd like to support the show, there is the website to do so. You can contribute monthly. comes right out of your bank account. You never miss it, but Eddie and I miss it, so... By, <laughs> right now, we are missing your money. So get on there and sign up. You can do a dollar. You can do $5, $10 a month, whatever you want to do. We'll yes. take it all. And the pen, it's all its all for my pending heart surgery. <laughs> the Rangers don't get this turned around in the next right. three years. Right. It, it, <laughs> if this rebuild is really just a, just a, a dream or a, some fuck. I don't know what I can't even think of the word a uh, a figment of my imaginations. I'm going to lose it. I mean, they're hard to watch. They're hard to watch. I know we got the little Buffalo reprise uh, reprieve, uh, but uh, it's, it's 
not, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. They got to find – they just got to find this battle. This battle, I hate to say battle, but this is what the coach is preaching. They got to battle. You got to fight. You got to want that puck more than anything. You got to get to the puck and arrive in ill humor. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Stewart just asked if it was Rum Greshner that sealed the Patreon deal. We should have Rum hold up a sign. Yeah. Since he doesn't, since he doesn't want to be, uh, you know, he doesn't want the FaceTime. We should just have him hold up a Patreon sign. Well, he, he he feels that the face recognition technology will catch up to him in his uh, hidden bunker, and one of his ex-wives might uh, claim all the money he owes to them. That rat bastard, loser, deadbeat dad. <laughs> Jen is here. She is watching at work. Unfortunately, she had to work till 9 tonight. So she's missing the show, which uh-huh. she, she hates to miss the show. Hey, you always can see it on YouTube. You can catch it on YouTube. A lot of people commenting on the YouTube show. They love the YouTube show. A lot of people just catch it on YouTube. Good. And there are rumors. uh, I have not heard anything new on this, but there are rumors that we're going to be able to simulcast to YouTube Live while we do the show. That'll be good. So we'll be on Facebook and YouTube at the same time, which will be great for those those of us that don't have Facebook. Uh, you'll still be able to watch us live. That's all I know. I don't know anything about chatting or how it's going to work, or I don't know anything else about it. That's all I know is that 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 is what they're working on, and hopefully it's coming soon. And once we get on YouTube live, look out, baby. There's no stopping us. Next thing, it'll be on. We'll be on uh, Fox Sports 19. Yes, we'll be on the Ocho. We'll be on the Ocho. That'd be great. They, they. Well, I don't want to get into it, but the hockey coverage is just terrible. So yeah, I mean, now this Mika thing. I hope it doesn't turn into a long term thing because that line. And I'll tell you, I'm going to give big props to Jacob Truba, man. I did not know that this guy was as physical as he is, because at least three times he has stood up a guy straight up and just knocked him on his ass. And I haven't seen that since the aforementioned earlier in the board broadcast, Jeff Bookaboom. Or if you want to go way, 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 way back in the annals, the annals of range of time, Barry Beck. So uh, to me, I got no problems with the guys they acquired, the veterans they acquired. Uh, it just, I guess that it, the part of the rebuild is to bring in these players that fill a role and not just skill players right now they have a lot of has-beens and guys really who sh- they've got a defenseman playing forward they've got again michael haley greg mckeg and uh, you know whatever assortment of nitwits they come up with uh, you know it's it's a lot of guys that <clears throat> it's the sign of a team that's in transition and uh, that is it's just trying to plug some holes right but I, I find it again. I said at the top of the broadcast. I don't I, listen. I don't think Vladimir Nemestikov or Jimmy Vesey are some world dominators, and they're they're great players. But they got rid of these guys for a song. I mean, they get rid of them for nothing. These guys could actually be filling those those roles that you see Haley and McKegg play. Right. I mean, 
And Vlad's got like four goals, four assists with Ottawa, which is like oh, – Couldn't wait to get him out of town. Yeah, I mean, Ottawa sucks. I mean, they're right. worse than the Rangers. I don't know if VZ is it doing are that they? one. <laughs> are they really? Ottawa's no? worse than the Rangers, yes. There are a few teams worse than the Rangers right now. Ottawa's one of them. Faux show. Uh, yes, the Rangers are, are indeed a team transitioning. Shoot the puck better. Uh, so, uh, uh, the Senators have seven points. The Rangers have seven points. No, Ottawa's Sen- bad. Senators have just played two more games than the Rangers. Ottawa's bad. Like, I, I was watching a lot of the games while I was in Atlantic City. I watched, like, all the games, like, simultaneously, which is great about the sports books in New Jersey. Man, I wish I lived in New Jersey. I don't think I've well, there's something that. nobody's ever said. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I never thought I would be uttering that sentence, but that legal gambling there, Jim, it's fantastic. I, You could just sit there, and it's great if you're a sports fan too because especially on Football Sunday, there's fans of every team there, and if you're not really into football like I am, I sit there and I troll the people live. Like, you know, the Redskin fans there. Well, oh, oh, maybe you get some points on the board. Oh, you know, I, I troll them. Ah, oh, you know what? Not a politically correct helmet. Let me just tell you that right away. Uh, you know, and I say it from the back and then I duck. And then, like, you pull uh, a Henrik? Oh, yeah. I, you I pull you throw Henrik. your shoulder and then you get the hell out of there. Yeah, I pull a bitch move. <laughs> I'm all about the bitch move. I don't want to get bitch, beat up. You're a bitch troll. I'm a bitch troll. I don't want to get beat up. Behind a computer, I'll say anything, from the, you know, from person. No, but I, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and they have some, and let me say there's some wonderful sports books and there's some awful sports books. The best sports book to go to is ba- at Bally's. That has a big room, free seating. Because a lot of these people, they want to charge. Really? Yeah. They'll charge you like at Borgata. They have a restaurant. But they charge you $75. You have to eat 75 You have to have $75 worth of food or drink or whatever have you. If you're a drinker, I guess you can drink $75. Right. But you you have to. Like, that's the gain entrance, which is ludicrous. I'm not going to. So, that's, I mean, that's a lot of money. I can understand there, you know, because, you know, there's going to be that guy that just shows up and orders a couple of Pepsis and sits and watches 10 football games all day while he tracks his fantasy football. Yeah, right. Exactly. But you've been to the Hard Rock with me where, right? You were there, right? That's a nice sports yeah, book. Yeah. That's a nice sports book. And yeah, you, and, we, and we sat there all day with our smuggled in booze. And, right. <laughs> and drank all day. John did at Bally. John, John Hill walks in with two duffel bags, and I do mean duffel bags, full of alcohol, and sits down in the middle of the Hard Rock and says, who wants what? Who wants right. what? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And he's it pouring was drinks. It's the same thing at Bally's. We're drinking our own drinks. We're eating animal crackers and Cheez-Its. And they're not asking us to, you know, sir, you have to order from the bar. You have the... I was like, this is great, man. And the couches, it was, it was, the couches were comfortable. Like, the seats were comfortable. And you had all the games. So I was watching all the hockey games. And I'm watching, trying to assess all these teams. They're going, are we worse than them? Are we worse than them? Are we worse than them? And I was watching Ottawa. And I was like, this team is bad like the rangers they they'll you know you get the buffalo win you know yeah who they beat dallas i think like, you know they got a, a couple you know. uh, um john hill is actually here so hello john 
And uh, I'll tell you, at all the casinos we were in this weekend, the nicest sports book that I saw was at the Red Rock Casino, which is actually all it's over on the west side of Las Vegas. It's a big, huge casino. I don't know how old it is. Their sports book was it's the biggest one I've ever seen. They had a huge, like almost a jumbotron in the middle of this thing. Really nice. They've got a bowling alley, a movie theater. It's a oh. it's completely self-contained. Like you could go there and stay there for a long weekend and never leave the place. All the restaurants you could think of, high-end food, and then they've got a food court with the cheap stuff and uh really, like really, that. really nice sports book. But like I said, it's if you're staying out there, you're going to be a half hour away from everything. Any of the does any it have the, a hotel in it? Oh yeah, yeah, big uh, hotel. I would just and stay at the hotel. And it's right across the street from the Vegas Golden Knights practice facility, which is unbelievable. We went in there, watched. They had a they had a Can Am Juniors turn, kids tournament going on. We were watching. Uh, we and were they watching let you in for that. free. There was this with no security there. Uh, nope. Let us in for free. We had to run. Friendly. We had the run of the joint. They have a. They have two rinks at this practice facility, and then in the middle, on t- on the second floor, is a bar and restaurant. That the whole side of it is windows, so you can sit up there and watch either side. You can watch the Knights practice, or the watch the games. And according to Mike Harmon, all Vegas Golden Knights practices are open to the public and free. Wow! Yes, that's how you run an organization. I was I was very very impressed at at Las Vegas as a whole. Let me tell you, that is a hockey town. I I never thought I'd say that, but that is a hockey town. The Knights are everywhere in that town. The players are everywhere. Billboards, every car's got a Vegas Golden Knights sticker on it. Everybody's walking around in shirts. They're everywhere. They are very involved in the community. Uh, They have have really, really embraced hockey. Huh, that's amazing. Jay Weinberg saying the Mirage Sportsbook is pretty good, too. I have not been there, but I'm Can't looking for never seen that one. the New Jersey because I'm not going. I mean, I go to Vegas, but I want the New Jersey. Why aren't they legalizing gambling in fucking New York? It's stupid. Anyway, so uh, enough with that nonsense. But that's uh, I was I was just watching some other teams, and you know, uh, but the Rangers they got a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're- I, I don't. They're not in the middle of a rebuild. They're nowhere near the middle. <laughs> a long way to go just to get to the middle. All right. So <laughs> uh, we have we have Costa and Cutsy both waiting to talk. And Costa, let's talk to Costa first. But we have to we have to talk to Cutsy, and you'll see why. Okay. But let's bring on Costa first because he's been here. He was here first. Hello. What's up, Costa? Hello, gentlemen, boys. How are you? As the usual suspects. Don't call us boys. We're men. We're men with dinosaurs, you heard? What's up? What's going Uh, on? What's up? Come on, vent, vent, vent. Didn't I tell you people about... When we signed Panarin and we signed Trouba, the expectations were going to be a little bit high. A little bit high. I did say that. I did say that. Now, now, I just, now, I, I told you so. 
I told you so. Nine yeah. games. It's nine games. Nine games. You also told me it wasn't going to be worth the money for Panarin and Drew, but meanwhile, they've been stellar. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Truba, they've been great. But, 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 why is everybody have their panties in a bunch? For what? Why? Because this fan base is over panicked and under medicated. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Listen, I I agree with you to some uh, to some degree. I said at the beginning of the show, everybody's oh we got to temper expectations, but I don't think that happened. In our minds, they had Kako at forty goals, thirty goals. I don't even know what I predicted him to have. I probably had him in the high twenties. So I, I you know I'm not saying he's not going to get that. He just he hasn't looked dominating at all. Uh, and uh, this team is essentially made up of guys who never played together. I mean, they have no chemistry, and they have no leadership. The leader is, by de facto, by de facto is, the, is Hank. You see him imploding. Oh, God. Oh, don't get me fucking started. I oh, want to get you started. That makes good uh, good oh, show. Oh, what did I tell you what this fucking guy is? What is he? He's a fucking diva. Diva. That's the problem. It's not that he sucks. It's not that he's over the fucking hill. He's a fucking diva. Who's a bigger diva, Christina Aguilera or Hank? <laughs> Jim? Hank. Aguilera because she's a Hank. woman and a fucking attention whore. What do you mean? He's, a man, he's a man and he's an attention whore. What's the difference? He's a man and he's an attention whore. The guy never met a camera he doesn't like. Yeah, good point. Who's the bigger diva? Hank or... Uh, Diana Ross. Diana Ross. <laughs> or Cher. <laughs> or uh, who's that, that chick from the Canada that sings? So it looks like a skeleton. Celine, Celine Dion. Celine Dion. That should be a new poll question. Who's the bigger diva? <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree with you. I, I just his mistake. If, if he were, if if he wasn't such a fucking diva, people would would just say, eh, you know. I mean, he's getting up there in age. You know, he doesn't, have, he doesn't have the horses, the horses to win, and we go about our business. But but just but the guy's a fucking diva. He looked again. But he's not recognized as a diva by the pedestrian ranger fan. We're the ones calling him a diva because we see how he's acting. They don't know. They, they Like Jim said, it, the Rangers are doing a, a disservice. They feel that the Rangers are to blame <laughs> for Hank. That, that, yeah, because they call him. But he's being coddled. I mean, he just doesn't have the demeanor to lose. Now, and, now, now, not, not even more so now. You, you either you, – you just – you lose and you look at the big picture. This franchise afforded him millions and millions and millions of dollars. And this guy can't just suck it up, not bang his stick, not put the puss on, not throw his defenseman under the bus, act like a bitch after he throws his shoulder and run back like a little sissy Mary. No, he can't just, he doesn't have the mental fortitude, the character to just shut up. And you know what? Me, Jim, Sean, uh, all of the detractors, and you as well would say, you know what? If he shut up and just play, we all say, you know what? Hank, you, you gave it your all. You never, you never said a peep. 
You never acted that. You just were a true ranger. That's not happening. You can see it. It's all over him. And uh, and again, this 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 franchise fucking babied him and all this shit. They coddled him. And of course, he's gonna act this way. He, the guy's untouchable. That's the problem. He is untouchable. And 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 I'll say it, Henrik, shut your fucking mouth and take your medicine like a big boy. Then you can co go count all your your you know what do you yeah. call it? Fishnangles. Now, yeah. he wants to do that and tell us we're number one. You know what I'm saying? That's what he wants to do. But he can't, be, but, you know, you well. Know. It's just, it's not just Hedrick. But it is Hedrick when you're looking for leadership on this team, and that's the guy they're looking for. They're looking to. And plus, nobody can speak the same language on this team. Let's get some trans. Doesn't Kreider know five different languages? The guy can't score for Christ's sakes. He might as well at least open the language department. All right. Let me now. I'm going to ask. I'm going to serious question. Very serious uh, question. All right. Well, that wasn't serious. <laughs> that was, serious questions only. <laughs> um, do you think Quinn did well considering what he had last season? He had two different teams last season. He had the post sell off and the the pre sell off and the post sell off. I think he did fairly well because he had the guys working. That's the only type of team he could put out there. He had no skill guys. And my concern, which I asked several experts on this very show, could he make the conversion to not just having guys who go out there and give the the skill players, what the, the subject that he is bringing up in his press conferences now about the battle level and all that. He's right about that. But does he have a uh, uh, predication to players who are, you know, finishing their checks, always great? Or is he a guy or an anti-skill guy? Like he doesn't. Uh, I told, yeah, I don't know. I said he can, can, he, can he coach Euro players? You brought that up. Euro players. And, and unfortunately, as of right now, the jury's out. Right. And I don't know. Again, it's too soon to 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 either to make a conclusion on that. Right. I mean, he's bring they're bringing up Heedle. He's certainly not from Newark, so I mean, you know, we, we're going to see how that works out. Lindgren too. Uh, I like the way the defenseman played. Lost Eddie. Play. Oh. Costi is still there. Oh, there. Yeah. Lost Eddie. Yeah. All right. He'll be back. Right, well, like oh, I, I, hold on. He's already back. That was quick. I'm in the show. I get lost. <laughs> there he yeah. is. Yeah, like so, I said, again, like I said, and, and, I, and I've been saying for a few days now, can Quinn quote the Kakos of the world, the Kratzoffs of the world, the Andersons of the world, the Cheetos of the world, and so on and so forth. And as, and as of now, the jury's out, but we got a long ways to go. I and agree with you. And I'll say this, and I'll say this. I know this is early, too early, but this guy ain't going nowhere this season. I'm sorry. No. People say fire Quinn. He ain't getting fired, guys. You're not wasting. This, at least not this season. Maybe ne next season. Uh, it's all a story. Yeah. I, 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 I just, I think he's, he, no matter what happened, 
he's getting another he's getting a mulligan this season, no matter what happens. I agree with you totally. If you on the internet and you're typing Fire Quinn, you're wasting your energy typing it. He is not going anywhere. Zero percent to zero point zero. <laughs> you're out of here like shit through a goose. No, it's not happening. Man, my camera's acting. Oh. My camera's like all over the place tonight. So, anywho, yes, you're right, Costa. I have to say I've said you're right more on the show to everything you've said that I've ever said before. So you are right on point, my friend. Uh and um what do you think? What do you do you think Hartford has finally turned it around? Uh 801. I don't remember them ever being this good. I mean, this uh it started starting off well. This is a JD thing. He wanted to change the culture down there, and so far, so good. Let's see how they do without Heedle, and let's see how they do without uh, without Lindgren, though. Those are two key components of that Hartford team. Yeah. But that – hey, the Czar. Czar's kicking ass and taking names down there. So that's that. – Now, here's the thing. How come he, he – he, he's – He's taking it well and fucking Kratzov whining like a little cunt. I have no idea what's going through Kratzov's mind. Did the team sell them a sell them a bill of goods? Was that it? Could be. I mean, Shishjorkin uh, knows that Henrik Lundqvist is the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. So he knows he wasn't going to come into a starting role. Uh, he, he's certainly aware of Georgiev. And this and that, so I think he <laughs> his expectations may have been a little bit lower. Where Kravtsov figures, hey, Michael Haley's playing instead of me. You know, I, I and I, did Brandon Smith's playing playing ahead of me, right? What? Yeah, and I don't think Kravtsov had a bad preseason. And we all thought that he was going to break camp with the Rangers. It was surprised when he got sent down. So uh, a surprise, and, so. and I think that, and I think they also didn't even play him in Hartford. Right, he got benched. Uh, whatever happened, it's some kind of mystery there, like Jim said. But what do you think about Jim saying that uh, he, he deleted all his Instagram photos? That sounds a little butthurt to me. A little butthurt. Um, isn't there isn't there a clause where I think I think the season ends like in February for the K, and if they if they want to bring him if they, if because I'll tell you this, do not. I wouldn't be shocked if this if Kratzov's on the team in March. It would not shock me. Wouldn't shock me either. Then what's he going to do? Post all that stuff back on Instagram? But why? Why did he delete all that Instagram stuff? I, th- I think it was fucking butthurt. All right, that's what I asked you. I think. Uh, I think. I mean, I mean I, I, again, do you do you honestly think another team is going to put up with that? Is gonna see that as, as like I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not gonna put this fucking guy on my team this fucking malcontent get the fuck out of here. He could wind up like these guys like Radulov and a couple. Uh, he might be uh, like an Alexander Semin where he's just a fake. He's a skilled player, but he's just he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have the he don't get the North American thing. He don't yeah, get it. exactly. You know you know he's. What's his what? Who's that guy on fuck for in um? Is he is he is he playing with the Jets or is he he's still fucking in Europe? That Who? guy, Kristen, uh, whatever the fuck his last name. Uh, Kristen McGillicuddy. 
No, I don't know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think he's like a winger. I don't know if he's a Russian or a or he's a Swede or a, or a Finn. And and I he and he, he was like a high draft pick, and he, and he's still playing. Wow. In Europe, you know, if anybody knows the name of that player, please relay it to me. Probably Steven. Probably Steven would know. Yeah. But, the only, um, the only uh, thing I know about Winnipeg is Dustin Bufflin is still holding out. Um, so uh, that's I would be shocked. If, I would be shocked if he retires. "Quote unquote," and then a few. Uh, maybe Tom a comes back after a couple of years. Nah, he's not going to. For I mean, hockey players, no. I don't know. If, I don't know if hockey players can do that. I know what's his name is going to come back. Who? Andrew Luck's going to come back. You bet your ass he's going to come back. Oh God! All right. Well, uh, thanks for your with take the, on all with things. The Jets. Oh God! <laughs> You'll see ghosts too. <laughs> I would see Ghost too coming at me from that that awful offensive line. I think me and Costa could block better. <laughs> me, you and and, and Jay, yeah, all three of us, we could offer better pass protection for Sam Donald than the Jets do. Uh, all right, all right. Until next time. Yes, yes toodles. Bye. Ciao. All right. Before I bring Cutsy in, I have a. Uh, I have a Sam clip for you. Brand new. Mario Morgado's here. Just wanted to say that. Hi, Mario. Is it Patrick right, Liney's playing? He's not over in Europe. No, he's playing. Yeah. All right. This is from the other night. Listen to this one. Rangers with Fox, D'Angelo, Strom, Lemieux. Taco. And Capo Caco. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Highest draft pick they've ever had in Sam's lifetime, and he can't remember his name. He ruins it. I mean, he ruins everything, but he also provides us with comedy. Right. Yeah. One you more know, time for you. Rangers with Fox, D'Angelo, Strom, Lemieux, Taco, and Capo Caco. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Thank you to Colin Cook, as always, for putting that together for us. Sam, I got to tell you, he's been pretty good with no, not many faux pas this season. Again, he's missed like two or three games because of football. But, uh, you know, it's he's been pretty good this season. So I I, I I suspect as we get deeper into the season, his game will get as weak. Oh, too. yeah. Yeah. He'll wear out. He'll hit the wall. Yes. So, I mean, uh, listen, it, uh, what are we going to do? We're suffering. We got to watch this team. Again, I'm not going crazy. Fire this guy. Fire the trainer. Fire this. Uh, you guys, they're not. It's the players. Ultimately, what we see on the ice is a result of the players' hustle and attitude. And I think it really is lacking, not because of the coach. I think, frankly, he just doesn't have the players. And he doesn't have, which they should have addressed, is a leadership role. And you have the leader, again, is Henrik Lundqvist, which is counterproductive to any leader. Now that's, that's my synopsis, doctor. My uh, well-educated Ranger opinion to all my good friends out there in the Blue Shirt Underground. Uh, I really don't have any answers. I'm just trying to figure it out like the rest of you. But uh, that's what I'm seeing right now. Uh, they need to get more hitch in their giddy up, so to speak, and and get a forecheck going, man. Nobody, they don't have any sustained effort 
in the other team's zone unless it's that first line. Right. Absolutely. Are you ready for Cutsy? I'm always ready for some Cutsy. I don't know if the audience is ready for him, but I am always ready for Cutsy. All right. So I've been sitting here looking at Cutsy for the last 15 minutes or so. So I'm just going to bring Cutsy on, and then I'm just going to. I'm just going to sit back, and I'm going to let you handle the first couple of minutes. Rock is here. How are you doing, Rock? Go ahead. The newly married. Rock. Yes. Congratulations. Congratulations on the nuptials. Congratulations, Rock. Why did he do it? I don't know. But uh, hopefully it was this one will work out. <laughs> Sorry. I'm only kidding. Listen, God bless. God bless. I love you. Ladies and gentlemen. Jeff Diamond. Wait a minute. Are you in blackface? Who the hell is this, Connor? What the fuck is this? You. It's who the fuck is this? You address me as who the fuck is this? (laughs) Okay, well, uh, sir, who fuck is this? Uh, My name is Hilda Brand. What do you have to say to us? What kind of wisdom do you have to impart? I have sent Cutter on on some errands and he has asked me to do some ranger trivia. All right, well. This is well thought out. Uh, All right, yeah, let's go ahead. Let's give us some trivia. (sighs) What the fuck is this? Well, I'm Hilda Brand. What's your name? Hilda Brand. Hilda Brand? Yes. You what be- the fuck are you doing? You dare question my name? Yes. What are you doing? Can you just please leave the comedy to us? Don't 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 invent bits. Please this Why? is terrible. I like this. This is terrible. <laughs> First of all, you're in what? fucking blackface. <laughs> Are you gonna? Are you gonna oh, say no there? No there, mammy. Oh, mammy, let me give you some Ranger trivia, mammy. Holy mackerel! He looks better that way. He looks better that way. Holy mackerel, kingfish! Oh, now he looks better. You heard my skin color. Uh, all right, let's not get into this. Let's get to the trivia. Hildebrand, is that your name, Hildebrand? Thank you. Yes, it is. All right. You should change the brand because that's bad. Yeah. All right. So let's go with the trip. Yeah. This is like the new Coke brand. Anyway, um, he this wants voice me is to, interesting as well. He wants me to ask this question to you guys. Holy shit. The question has to do with something called a Stephen McDonald Extra Everett Award. And he wants me to see how many people you can name that won the title twice. How many people have won the I, I can't. I'm sorry. I blew him up. Boom. I, I can't. I can't listen to the wow, but a name. There's been 30, 30 Stephen McDonald award winners. He wants us to see who can name 28 and who can name 29. Take the fucking mask off and come back and do the goddamn trivia. What he wants to say now he's, he's just asked- sitting there staring at the screen with his mask on. I don't even know if he realizes I blew him up. Boom. He well. In honor of John Newman recreate, re- procreating, boom, dismissed. 
he asked the question, who are the guys who won it twice? And Michael Silvis is right. I think it's Zook. Zook won it twice. Hank won it twice. Didn't he? I'm pretty know. sure Hank won it twice. Adam Graves probably won it six times. I don't think it was around for Adam Graves, was it? Ryan Callahan won it twice. I don't know. He said two guys only. Bring Hildebrand back on. He was. He's gone. He's gone. He's. If he takes the mask off and comes back on as Cutter, Cutter is character enough. I don't need Cutter lapsing into another character. I like that he was evil. I have taken Cutter and I have chained right. him up. Right. Uh, very scared. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm, I'm going to read trivia. It's like Eric the Midget. <laughs> it was certainly. Mm, it was certainly an experience. We'll get him. I'll get him that wizard's cap. He's got to come on with something. Do his regular voice. That that well, bit was bad. What was the name they came up with for him? Hairless, hairless Potter. It was. Yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> That was another. I think Chris oh. Jonah came with another with the Potter. Oh God, hairless Potter. I don't know. Hildebrand. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, he's I thought a, you, he's I thought, a puzzle. I, I thought you worked this out between you. and I God. had no idea. I, I'll be. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I completely forgot about him coming on and doing the trivia. I forgot he was going to do that, and I didn't even think of it. I just thought he was coming on with this mask because it's Halloween, and he just wanted to goof around. And then he comes. Yeah, you missed me blowing you up. That was terrible. I don't want you doing characters. Your character enough. So anyway, so I just see him. He pops up with this mask on while I'm talking to Co- while we're talking to Costa. And, and I just thought he was just doing a Halloween thing. He was just showing off this kooky mask he had that he got at the Dollar the dollar Donuts or whatever the name of the dollar store was up there where he bought his headset. And uh, and then I thought, you know, oh, he's just going to take the mask off and say, you know, and, and, and we'll talk to him. But then he turns this whole thing into a bit. <laughs> oh, God. Don't oh. do bits. Hey, listen, I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. It was awful. It was awful. I don't know, buddy. Don't worry. Hang in there. Just see, you were good the last time. You gave us the, the questions. It was peppy. It was live. <laughs> then you come back in blackface. <laughs> right. Now, if he just said, hello there, I'm going to give you some range of trivia there now. Why don't you all just sit back while I pontificate upon the ranges? Now, right. that would have been funny. It would have been, been extremely inappropriate, right. but it would have been funny. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Why don't you just sit there while I, whilst I ruminate upon the Ranger history? Right. I mean, that would have been funny and, like you said, inappropriate. <laughs> right. But you come back with a whole shtick. The shtick was horrible, bro. And uh, that's about all I have to say about that. I hope next week I don't have to adjust my camera 3,000 times. I won't have to fix this fucker. But uh, oh. that's all I got, Jim. I, after that, I don't think there's anything where we can go. <laughs> well, there's no way to go but up. Uh, uh, November 23rd, folks. We're less than a month away. Viewing party at Slattery's. Oh, we're going back to Slattery's. Midtown pub. 36 East. No. Uh, 8 East 36th Street, New York City. Just a stone, just a Jacob Truba slap shot from Madison Square Garden. Come out and see us. The Rangers are taking on the Montreal Canadiens at the Bell Center. We will be hanging out at Slattery's, giving away stuff. We'll have raffles. 
Lots of fun. We all have a ton of stuff to give away. We're going to have brand new Blue Shirt Underground stuff to give away. You won't want to miss it. The Shotsky will be there. Oh, the Shotsky. Eddie's going to bring it to La Rula and his shillelagh. Yeah, it's going to be great. The shillelagh is going to be there. The Blarney. We're going to kiss the Blarney. (laughs) We're going to kiss the Blarney. We're going to raise Costa into the coat rack rafters. (laughs) Yes, more shirtless uh, Brady Shea pins. That would be a that would be a good idea if we 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 could turn the coat rack into our rafters, and every viewing party will and every viewing party will honor a name like a famous you know a BSU longtime listener. We'll put them up in the coat rack rafters. Right. Steve <laughs> Lee would just ask, "Yeah, your spouses are allowed." Our, of all course, our, kids, yeah. kid friendly spouses are allowed. It's free to get in. Unlike those stupid forums and and those live podcasts that those other shows do. Eddie and I will do a live show from Slotteries before we get it all started. You won't want to miss it. Come on out. It's our first of the season. Rangers taking on the Habs. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, nothing really wrong with my cam so much, Jeff. Uh, it's just the positioning has to be worked with. So, anyway. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be a hoot and nanny. I got, already got some Rangers stuff. I got some autograph Brian Mullen. If that's any kind of enticement uh, pictures to give away uh, to get there, uh, we'll raffle those off. Everybody usually wins something. I mean, it's always everybody goes home with stuff. So, yeah, we give everything away. We don't save it or right. like hoard it. You know, basically, what we do is we take the Patreon money, we we buy a bunch of swag, and then we we give it away. We raffle it off. The the good stuff we raffle off. The other stuff we just give away. Last time, everybody went home with. Cups and posters and pins and stickers. Yeah, the pins. I would like some ideas on like some kind of like, like really like maybe we could do something with Craftsoff. What like we got a special pin for Craftsoff? How? Do, what do you think? What could we do? I don't know. We could come up with. We'll have to give that some thought. We'll see what we can yet come up Wolf with. Yet Wolfpack or something. That <laughs> yet Hartford and has picture or something. Yeah, any pins you want to think about? Like we usually we had like a Roman Endor pin, right? Like some obscure Ranger pin, and you, yeah. And you gave away shirtless Brady Shea pins. Which that- what well, the girls loved it. They want more. I'll give Kreider. I'll send Patty Duke and uh, Diana Eck some uh, shirtless Chris Kreider pins. I don't know where you would win- wear them. I guess they wear them at the games. These ladies, but uh, yeah, there's a there's a whole lot of stuff we give away, and, and we have a good time, and. Uh, it's, it's it's very raucous and it's a it's a, it's an occasion to drink. And it'll have our it'll have it'll all have our nice new logo on it that you see up in the uh, up above my head there, the Blue Shirt Underground uh, show with Jim and Eddie logo. So your Blue Shirt Underground radio and Blue Shirt Underground video swag is now collectors' items. Yes, that is all, that is a collectors' item. And I'll unload a lot of my Jimmy VZ collectibles. <laughs> no, I won't. I'm gonna hold on to <laughs> like like when Ricky Atazu showed up with a hundred Peter Perka bucks. Yes, <laughs> giving them he was throwing them to everybody. He's got he's got some good Peter Perka stories, <sighs> but uh, yes, he has a lot of good stories. Storyteller. <laughs> All right. All right. Mike, we will talk to you next time. I promise. We'll put, we'll bring you on next time. You look like you're half asleep anyway. Thank you, Rocco and Steven, and get on those Patreon things. Let's yes. make this, this underground viewing party even uh, more spectacular 
as we reinvest it back into the most important people that we know. You, the Blue Shirt Underground video fan. That's it. All right, let me see here. Let's find it. Let's go, Rangers! All right, that wraps up another edition. Thank you all so much for being here. This was a lot of fun. As always, thanks to Rum Gresham for making his first appearance. Thanks to everybody who called in. Thanks to everybody who commented. Mike Harmon is here. I got to meet the great Mike Harmon over the weekend. What a gentleman. What a nice guy. We've already met him at the viewing party, but it was a lot of fun to see Mike. He hooked my daughter up with tickets to Adventure Dome. Thank you very much. She had a great time yesterday. So it was good to see Mike. And uh, <laughs> Eddie sitting in with the Doc Severinsen band. That was, well, well, Doc's off tonight. You're Tommy Newsome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> guy was, had no personality. <laughs> All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Big game tomorrow night. Dan Girardi goes to the rafters. We, <laughs> we love you. Take care, everybody. Eddie, always a pleasure. Good night, everybody. Good night.